Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. Now, remember, if you're listening via Spotify, hit that bell so you don't miss the ep every morning. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, May 11. Today, Dragons forward Jack Bird forgets how he's able to earn a six-figure salary as a professional footballer. Another Aussie cyclist reigns supreme in the rain at the Giro as a dog upends the favourite. And opening up, Pat Cummins speaks about the death of his mother and cricket burnout. But first... Port Adelaide used what I'm calling the Simpsons defence to get Junior Rioli's striking suspension cut from three games to two last night. I'm going to be doing this. If you get hit, it's your own fault. Okay, then I'm going to start kicking air like this. And if any part of you should fill that air, it's your own fault. Rioli went to block Bombers defender Jordan Ridley with his trailing arm clipping his opponent and doing enough damage to force him from the field with concussion. Port's legal rep argued because the arm is up, Mr Ridley ran into it. A genius move because the tribunal agreed to downgrade the force of impact from severe to high. The tribunal will be under the microscope again tonight as the AFL Appeals Board decides whether it made the right decision upholding Jacob Van Royen's two-match ban. The hysteria Van Royen's spoiling attempt that flawed Suns defender Charlie Ballard has caused created reams of newspaper content and hours of talkback radio fodder. Demons coach Simon Goodwin went as far to say it's tearing at the essence of footy. When you see the outrage in you know, our supporter base, you see the outrage of the footy community, see the see the unjust or the fabric of the games getting challenged. Former Saints star Lee Montagna agrees, wondering how far this could be taken. Now you're opening it up to a can of worms. But if you were now going to apply that potential to cause injury for a spoil, why wouldn't it not apply to a mark? I must be in the minority here, but while Van Royen's arm is up to spoil the ball, his eyes are completely off the footy and only on his opponent, who was in a vulnerable position under a high ball and ended up being carted off on a stretcher. A free kick every day of the week, and given the outcome, I thought suspension was just. Dragons forward Jack Bird must be confused as to how he earns money as a professional footballer. Fans don't really know too much about, about footy, I don't think. They've got a lot to say about people on the field, so you know, I don't think they've ever played a game of footy. If fans weren't watching TV and buying tickets and merchandise, how does Bird think he would pull in a six-figure contract? He's now apologised and admits he didn't properly express himself when trying to defend under-fire coach Anthony Griffin. Former Dragon Wendell Saylor says supporters should be the last thing Bird is worried about. My thing to Jack is I just concentrate on winning games and playing football. Yeah. Let your footy do the talking. Don't disrespect the fans because, can I tell you, without the fans, you wouldn't be where we are and mm. we wouldn't get to play on the stages and have the support that we have. And fans have every right to be upset. With St George on a five-game losing skid, they've started a petition to have the coach sacked. Former St George enforcer and current Roosters assistant Jason Riles is believed to be the front-runner if hookers moved on. But Dell doesn't think going with a first-time head coach would be wise. There's no doubt that he can coach, but once again, a rookie coach at the Dragons, the Dragons keep doing this. I I thought, to be honest, I thought Shane Flanagan was the ideal man for the job. Jaden Groves has got his nose in front. Jonathan Milan is coming at him. Cavendish is also in contention. Groves, Milan, Groves. And 
Cavendish on his hip across the line. What drama. Caden Groves has been in the thick of the action at the Giro d'Italia. The Queenslander was blamed for a high-speed crash on stage two by race favourite Renko Evenepoel. But he can't point the finger at Groves for what happened on a rain-soaked crash-marred stage five overnight. Evenepoel fell twice, the first time after a small dog ran out toward the peloton. Groves, who took a tumble himself, survived all the carnage to win his first ever stage at the Giro. Pretty unbelievable, actually, uh, to, to come back from seven kilometres to go after a crash. Uh, I was just lucky to, to get the chain on and there was no issues with the bike um, to come back as fast as possible. And what does it mean for you to be a stage winner on the Giro? Oh, I'm very happy. Uh, like I said, along with the team, we picked this out to be my one of the biggest goals of the year. And... Uh, I've been dreaming of this since November, December already, and, and this has been the goal. So, so yeah, pretty satisfied, but we're not done yet, and there's still plenty more status to come. It's the second win for an Aussie at this Grand Tour after Michael Matthews' broken eight-year drought on Stage 3. <laughs> Pat Cummins has opened up about his mother's death for the first time since departing the Tour of India. Former England, Leeds and Man U star Rio Ferdinand was the unlikely interviewer to speak with the Aussie skipper in depth. He shared a tear-jerking story about his mother Maria reading Son Albie, a children's book, in her final moments. You know, it's still pretty raw at the moment, but the last few months, been able to luckily enough spend loads of time, you know, with mum in the last couple of months as well, but us kids and dad, and just sharing all those memories, I think it hits really hits home the kind of person you want to be, the kind of father you want to be. And he spoke about the frustrating run with injury that virtually wiped him out of the national side for almost six years and told the Get Real with Rio podcast he's already experienced burnout and needs to strike the right balance. I played non-stop for a year or two. This is about four or five years ago. Kind of just came back from injuries and I was just spent like burnout. And I just remember thinking, he's 25 here, but I want to do this till I'm 35. Mm. Like, I've got to find a way to balance all these different things. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Liam Flanagan is back with you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.